Hi, I'm Jim Egger, and welcome to Lessons with Dad. I'm here with Ruthie, my freshman in high school daughter. Hi. <laughs> and we are going to begin our first lesson uh, in the book of Luke, and this is part of our series, Know What You Believe. So, Ruthie, we're talking about Luke, the book of Luke, and we talked last week a little bit about the four Gospels, right? There are four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And Luke was written, obviously, by Luke. And what was Luke's profession? Do you know what that was? He was a doctor. That's right. Luke was a doctor. And I think that's important to understand his perspective and the level of detail and the intelligence and how well written the book of Luke is. It'll give you some background. Um, we're going to jump right into reading the book of Luke, and today we're going to go through chapter one. And I'll begin, Ruthie, and then uh, you can take over, and then we'll, we'll talk a little bit at certain points as we go through. But as we jump in, I'll begin in chapter one, verse one. So many have undertaken to draw up an account of the things that have been fulfilled among us, just as they were handed down to us by those who from the first were eyewitnesses and servants of the word. Therefore, since I myself have carefully investigated everything from the beginning, it seemed good also to me to write an orderly account for you, most excellent Theophilus, so that you may know the certainty of the things you have been taught. So that's verses one through four, and that is awesome, Ruthie. So a couple of key things, and I love the introduction here in this uh, chapter, and it's one of the reasons why we're reading Luke. It says, just as they were handed down from those who were eyewitnesses of the word, and it says, therefore, since I myself have carefully investigated everything from the beginning, it seemed good to, to Luke to write these things down. So Luke, being a doctor, was very intelligent. He probably, at the beginning, Ruthie, uh, became a Christian, but probably was not around the disciples and probably didn't follow Jesus around uh, like many of the other disciples did. But certainly in the, when we get to the book of Acts, we'll see that throughout all of Paul's missionary journeys, Luke played a big role there and was a first, uh, wrote that much of that in the first person. He was there when the events happened. But this first part from the birth of Jesus up until his death and resurrection, Luke probably knew of Jesus, but didn't necessarily follow him. And so to gather the details for this book, he probably went and talked to many of the people that were there. He had access to all of the disciples, probably to Mary, the mother of Jesus, uh, and, many, and, and many people that he went and talked to. And carefully, it says, uh, carefully investigated everything from the beginning that he wrote an orderly account for you. And he's writing this book to Theophilus or this, uh, it was a letter in those days, it's now a book of the Bible, but he was writing a letter to his friend, which he knew would get copied and disseminated throughout the church uh, in many locations, uh, as was the custom then. So I think that's a great introduction here as we go through more of Luke, that the idea that he had written this in the careful detail that he took into putting this uh, account together. So then we'll continue, says, in the time of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah who belonged to the priestly division of Abijah. His wife, Elizabeth, was also a descendant of Aaron. Both of them were upright in the sight of God, observing all the Lord's commandments and regulations blamelessly. 
but they had no children because Elizabeth Elizabeth was barren and they were both well along in years. So one key point there, do you know what being barren means? Mm-mm. No, any guesses? Uh... It says they had no children because so it means she couldn't have children. So she was along in age. She's old now, can't have children. What do you think back, you know, two th- you know, this is 2000 years ago. What do you think it meant if a woman couldn't have child? Do you think people thought good of her or bad of her? Um, bad. They did. They didn't think well of her because they thought a lot of people thought it might be a curse from God if you couldn't have children. So here are these two people are that are uh, followers of God, the one and only God, and and they can't have a child. And so people probably talk behind their backs or look down on them because they don't have any children. And so, uh, and they're both old at this time. So it says, once when Zechariah's division was on duty and he was serving as priest before God, he was chosen by lot according to the custom of the priesthood to go into the temple of the Lord and burn incense. And when the time for the burning of incense came, all the assembled worshipers were praying outside. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was startled and was gripped with fear. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife, Elizabeth, will bear you a son, and you are to give him the name John. He will be a joy and delight to you, and many will rejoice because of his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He is never to take wine or other fermented drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even from birth. Many of the people of Israel will will he bring back to the Lord their God, and he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of of the fathers to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous, to make a ready, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. So here's Zechariah. He's in the side the temple, right? He's in there on duty. He's the only one that goes in, and an angel appears to him. And it's pretty. It's funny here because every time an angel appears to someone in uh, the Bible, almost every time, they're startled, they're scared, and the, one of the first things an angel will say is, "Don't be afraid." So it just, it tells you something in that, that what do you think, what do you think an angel might look like? Um, like glowing. (laughs) Well, glowing and awesome. And it's clear they're not of this world, right? Obviously it's, it, it's a powerful figure and someone that you realize, uh, Either you've done something really good or really bad. And so it's intimidating. And so they're, they're scared, startled. And he says he was gripped with fear. So, but then the angel gives him great news. Your prayers have been answered. God has heard you and you're going to have a baby and you're to name him John. But then what do you think? Here's Zechariah. So let's see what he says. He says, Zechariah asked the angel, how can I be sure of this? I'm an old man and my wife is well along in years. So now he questions the angel, right? Angel tells him what's going to happen. And then he says, well, how can that be true? And then the angel answered because he probably wasn't happy when Zechariah uh, says, hey, I know you're telling me this, but yeah, I, I'm not so sure that can happen. And then the a- angel answered, 
I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God, and I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. And now you will be silent and not be able to speak until the day this happens, because you did not believe my words, which will come true at their proper time. Wow. So that must have been intimidating. So now he questions them, and then he says, what I say is true. I stand in the presence of God. That's awesome. If, and what's neat about that is he wants to say what's the most powerful thing he could say of how great he is. It says it's that he stands in the presence of God. That's incredible. So meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah and wondering why he stayed so long in the temple. When he came out, he could not speak to them. They realized he had seen a vision in the temple, for he kept making signs to them, but remained unable to speak. When his time of service was completed, he returned home. After this, his wife Elizabeth became pregnant and for five months remained in seclusion. The Lord has done this for me, she said. In these days, he has shown he has shown his favor and taken away my disgrace among the people. So she's excited because she uh, felt disgraced and now was blessed with a child. All right, so let's see if you can read from here. From 26. Yes. In the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name said, the virgin's oh, name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you are you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his fa father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who was said to be barren is in her sixth month for nothing is impossible with god i am the lord's servant mary answered may it be to me as you have said then the angel left her so that was a little different response right so <laughs> you had you had zachariah kind of question the angel and say i'm not sure that can really happen and here mary at the end says i am the lord's servant May it be to me, as you have said, even though it seems impossible for her to have a baby, right? Since she is a virgin, but it says she, she believes it's going to happen just as the angel said. And I think that goes to one of the reasons why God chose her uh, to give birth to his one and only son, uh, Jesus. And so here are two uh, babies that are predicted to happen, right? John, who will later become John the Baptist, and we'll read more about him in a bit. And then 
another one to Mary here, who is going to be the mother of Jesus. Both uh, births foretold, and both will play a huge role in uh, the life of Jesus and the beginning of his ministry. So at that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leapt for joy. Blessed is she who has believed what the Lord has said to her will be accomplished. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He's brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, even as he said to our fathers. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home. All right, so let's read about the birth of John the Baptist now. When it was time for Elizabeth to have her baby, she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown her great mercy and they shared her joy. On the eighth day, they came to circumcise the child, and they were going to make, to name him after his father, Zachariah. But his mother spoke up and said, No, he is to be called John. They said to her, There is no one among your relatives who has that name. Then they made signs to his father to find out what he would like to name the child. He asked for a writing tablet, and to everyone's astonishment, he wrote, His name is John. Immediately, his mouth was opened and his tongue was loosened. Er, loosed. Loose. And he began to speak, praising God. The neighbors were all filled with awe, and throughout the hill country of Judea, people were talking about all these things. Everyone who heard this wondered about it, asking, what then is this child going to be? For the Lord's hand was with him. Then it says, His father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has come and, is, and has redeemed his people. He has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he said through his holy prophets long ago. Salvation from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. The oath he swore to our father Abraham to rescue us from the hand of our enemies and to enable us to serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness, righteousness before him all our days. And you, my child, will be called a prophet of the Most High, for you will go on before the Lord to prepare the way for him, to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins. Because of the tender mercy of our God, by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven 
to shine on the living in darkness, on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the path of peace. And the child grew and became strong in spirit, and he lived in the desert until he appeared publicly to Israel. So that's pretty exciting. We heard about the the prophecy of the birth of, of John the Baptist and the prophecy of Jesus. And then the beginning here is about uh, when he was born. And it says he grew until he, he would begin his ministry. Next week, we'll read chapter two and go into the birth of Jesus. But John the Baptist, and, and this is what Luke has done. He went back and talked to all these people to get the basis of it. And he starts at the very beginning, the birth of John the Baptist, who played a key role in preparing the way, just as he prophesied. This is really neat. And, and the prophecy he gave is, and you, my child, and he's taught, this is Zechariah prophesying about what his child will do. It says, and you, my child, will be called a prophet of the Most High, and you will go on before the Lord to prepare the way for him. And that's exactly what John the Baptist did, prepared the way and prepared the people to be ready to hear what Jesus would say. All right. Any any other questions about the beginning of the book of Luke? Um, how did like they know like what his name was going to be? Jesus or no, John, John the Baptist? Because the the that's a good question. And so if you go back to uh, when Gabriel right here, when Gabriel told him, Gabriel told him what the name. It says right here, and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you are to give him the name John. So they knew, and my guess is, how did his wife know that? My guess is when they went back and were talking, he could write on a tablet and tell her, hey, we're going to name him John. And so everybody, Zechariah couldn't talk, and they're probably talking to his wife, Elizabeth, saying, what are we going to name him? And uh, that's how they knew. And as soon as he responded, the way the the uh, angel had told him to, he could then talk. And then he began praising God immediately. So it's a pretty awesome story. Well, listen, thank you for joining us this week and have a great day.